In the last 10 years, our field has gone from an unknown specialty to a household name. This brings unprecedented opportunities, but we need to rise up to meet them and give our patients the care that they deserve. In order to help others get better, we need to be better. This podcast will help you to become more confident with your patients, more successful in your practice or business, and a leader in pelvic health. And we're gonna have some fun along the way. Join us as we rise together. We're Jesse and Nicole Cozine, founders of Pelvic Sanity Physical Therapy and the creators of the Pelvic PT Huddle. And this is Pelvic PT Rising. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Pelvic PT Rising podcast. This is a business shorty edition, and it is just me, Jesse Cozine here. Nicole is not with us today because we are going to do a quick dive into your website. And this is something that is so important for everybody's business in today's day and age. One of the first things we start with our mentees is actually going through and doing a full website review because everyone is always thinking about marketing, getting more people coming, going out into the community, AdWords, Facebook, bringing people. But if you really think about it, all you're doing with that is bringing people to your website. And if your website isn't converting, then what is the point? You're spending all of this time and money on marketing and you're losing them at that website stage. So that's actually a really common issue for small business owners is they're just not able to convert once people get to the website. So here are the three biggest things that we talk about with optimizing your website. And it is just incredibly important. And if you guys are doing any of these things wrong, this comes from a place of love. We have made every single one of these mistakes and more in our upcoming business course. It's actually going to be very humbling. It's going to be a big slice of humble pie, but we're going to go through the very first pelvic sanity website and show you all of the different things that we did. And it was so bad. I actually, whenever I think about it, I want to go back and send any patient who booked with us in the first six months, like a personal thank you card and a Starbucks gift card, because I do not honestly know how they persevered through that clunker of a website to actually figure out a way to book with us. So please, I want you guys to avoid all of the mistakes that we made along the way. I can't imagine how much business that has cost us over the years as we've continued to improve that and continue to do reviews. So if you haven't looked at your website or if you're just starting off and thinking about this, this is a great time to start reviewing what you've already done or to use this as a template for making something that is going to actually get people to do what you want to do. And that is the very first thing that I want to talk to you guys about. Get really clear on what the purpose of your website is. Most of the time, we see an issue with the website, it is because there is too much going on. You're asking them to do something over here and then you're giving them information here and you wanna tell them all about you over here and you have a for provider section of your website over here and you've got all these tabs along the top and it's a drop down menu and there's literally 15 different places that they can go from the moment they come to your website, right? And that's because we want to provide everything to everybody a lot of times and we were 100% guilty of that as well. We wanted the pelvic sanity website to have all this great information, right? So if somebody came and wanted to click on pelvic pain, they could do that. And they could look and see all the different types that we treated. Then they could go further. You want to have a huge review of what pedental neuralgia is? Here you go. 
all of the stuff, the Nance criteria. And all of that was taking people away from what we actually wanted them to do. And for almost all of us, that's one of two things. If you can have them book directly through your website, then it is to get them to book, right? If you don't and you handle your scheduling yourself like we do, the goal is to get them to contact you. It's really that simple. So when they come to the website, that is the goal. And anything that distracts from that needs to be ruthlessly cut out. There's too much going on in 90% of the websites that we look at. They're too long, there's too many different pages, and there's too many ways for people to get lost and start looking at stuff. And so for example, we have a really robust blog at Pelvic Sanity. We've written almost 200 articles. We get a ton of views there. You cannot find that from our main website. We will link articles to that. We'll put them up in Facebook things. But what we don't want is somebody coming to the website who has, it's like a salmon who's been swimming upstream, right? They've been to their ob and they didn't get help. They've been to their urologist and they didn't get help. They've done home stuff. They haven't gotten help, right? Finally, they've managed to make it to our website. They're ready to book. And then all of a sudden, oh, squirrel, they're looking at our blog, right? And maybe this is somebody who has IC. And now they're going to our website. And one of the first things they see is an article on L-arginine as a supplement for IC, right? And they're reading through that. And now all of a sudden they're thinking, oh, maybe I don't need pelvic PT. It looks like, look at all the other things they're talking about. They're talking about cognitive behavioral therapy here and supplements. Maybe I don't even need pelvic PT. What am I doing here in the first place, right? And that was somebody who came to our website looking for help and is now off on this rabbit hole of research and that, that we put out there for them, right? It's not even that they <laughs> did that themselves. Like we enticed them to that. So if you look at our website, actually everything keeps everybody on the main page Everything is focused on getting them to do what they want them to do, which is to contact us. And that's either a phone call or that's submitting a very simple web form that we can then call them back from. And that's it. So anything that takes away from that main goal needs to be really cut. Uh, another thing that we've been seeing a lot and it's kind of a buzzword in the marketing community is like lead generation. Right. So a lot of people have been told to put a lead generator on your website. And if you guys haven't heard this, then that's great because I don't think it's overly helpful for most of us. There's a, obviously a time and a place for lead generation stuff, but it is not on the main page of your website. Again, if somebody is coming there and looking for help and they're going through and you have an ebook that's designed to capture their email address, well, great, but they were actually already there looking to book with you. That's why they're on your website. They've made it through all of the noise to get to you. And now you're telling them, oh, you have to go read this ebook before you can book with me. It's just another thing that siphons them off from doing what you want them to do. So lead gens have an awesome, I mean, we can go a whole nother podcast episode on all that and how to use those, but I'm not a big fan of anything on your website that distracts from the main purpose. So the second big mistake people make. So first is being doing too much, getting distracted, siphoning off people to do other things. The second big thing is putting your call to action prominently everywhere you can. We like it directly center. We call it above the fold before they go anywhere. So if somebody is just coming to your website and wants to book, they get to your website and they are able to do that immediately from that page. We actually want that to be, basically there should be no spot on your website where somebody cannot press the button that you want them to do, right? The call to action needs to be there. So we don't want somebody reading the about you section and thinking you're amazing, this is awesome, 
I'm going to book and then now they have to go what click on the contact us form and then scroll down and then find the phone nope right there when they make the decision to do it we want that to be as easy as possible for them so that it goes straight to what we want them to do now the other things that we see with these call to actions that are troubling are it, it conveys a lack of confidence if it is a wishy-washy statement right so learn more i hate learn more um, and we always have our people cut that out right because what that that seems so unconfident in what you do right you should be stoked to have people want to book with you right and you go and like oh I, well maybe you can learn more maybe you could do a, a free 10 minute call like no we have an awesome service we're going to help you get better like book it so things like book request an appointment an appointment today get started all of that stuff is much more strong and confident and assertive than oh you know learn more contact us reach out it comes across that you're not confident in the service that you're selling and if you're not confident in it they're not going to be confident in it so first thing being really clear on what you're trying to get them to do and cutting everything that doesn't serve that goal second thing is strong calls to action throughout your website letting them know how to do the thing that you want them to do and number three is more of a philosophy thing so those first two things if you do both of those your website is going to convert significantly more people and if you really think about it even a small improvement in what you're doing on your website has huge ramifications when that's multiplied by hundreds of people who come to your website over the course of a year so the third thing i want you to kind of do is think about your language and how it is patient focused so often we see people and again we did this a hundred percent so badly i am <laughs> so excited to actually record the module of this course where we go through our old website and show you guys all the stuff that we did wrong with our first one but we're all focusing on oh me i went to school here my mission our team so i want you to actually go through and scan the language and how often are you saying things like i we us our instead of focusing on the patient how we can help you how we're going to get you better and back to doing what you want to do and back to exercising the way you like right that shift is really big because at the end of the day i know we've said it before we're going to say it again it's not about you when it comes to marketing and the patient does not care i could care less whether you went to usc or chapman or some school that i have never heard of if i go to your website and i'm in pain i want you to get me better that's it like you guys listening to this podcast you don't care that i got my mba from western governors university right either the content's good or it's not and whether i went to harvard or there you could care less because this is this is gold for you this is huge this is something we go through with every single person when we start so just kind of go through your website see how much of that you're doing and i think you might be surprised and maybe maybe many of you guys are doing a great job with this but i think you'll be surprised by how much our us we our team is on there and if we can shift the mindset and start thinking more about the patient and what they're thinking as they go through i think we're all going to be a lot more successful we're going to get a lot more patients who are coming to that website converting and then all of a sudden it looks like your marketing gets all better right all of a sudden but it's not it's because they're actually getting to the website you were already doing a good job of getting them there and now they're actually converting so those are the big three tips 
And I'll summarize them one more time. Get crystal clear on what you want them to do and cut anything that distracts from that purpose. Calls to action, strong calls to action anywhere and everywhere you can put them so that people are able to do the thing that you want them to do. And then scan through your website and start thinking about the language where you're saying we, I, us, and our, and see if you can turn that into something that is much more directed to how you are helping the patient. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this. This is our business shorty. We're gonna try to keep these to 10 minutes. I am gonna fail completely, but I hope you guys enjoy it. Let us know if you have any questions, and as always, feel free to reach out. All right, take care.